Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Get on the WTB bandwagon, yeah? The WTB train. None of this will make the edit, but let's do it. Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Ladies, hello. It's so lovely once again to see your faces, to see some of Maureen's face. No, never all of it, just some of it. How are we? <laughs> Maureen. Hello, Brista. How are you? I'm all right, love. I, you know, live in the Vida Loca, <laughs> as I want to do. Now that lockdown's eased, you know, everything's changed. Uh, in my house in no way whatsoever. So I'm still locked in the house with two five-year-olds. I still don't have a job and I still can't go to the pub. So nothing's changed here. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm fine. I'm I'm doing my usual stuff. What about you, Alison? I'm good. Uh, I've done a ton of stuff again on the house. That's Okay. Oh, actually, I left the house a few times. Whoa! I left the house... I did three gigs now. Wow. Let us go through the gigs. Real gigs. Yeah, three gigs. Yeah, with live people. So In front of actual human beings or cars? Yeah, I did outdoor gigs, human beings, not cars. I'm terrified of doing a car one. I had the real deal. Although you have to, as a comedian, I'm sorry, but you you would have walked out to the gig five years ago and gone, (laughs) no. No, 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 I'm turning. And now I walk up and I'm like, look at this show. Look at that. Yes, it's a blanket taped over a swing set in someone's backyard. But I appreciate that they've gone to that effort and they've gotten 30 of their closest friends. And away we go. And uh, yeah, taking it in. Jen, you did a gig as well, didn't you? Yes, I did. I did uh, a gig in a car park. And um, it is as it as it sounds. Um Look, I want to be very clear, firstly, to uh, the people that created the gig and to the audience and to everything, that this was an absolute innovative and a fantastic idea uh, in order to get people to watch live comedy, get people in their cars with the people that they live with anyway, is safe, then put the sound into the car. I mean, we're talking incredible innovation here, okay? And I, for one, salute the person that came up with the idea, that created this whole concept. What a person. Let's hope it's a woman. Let's say it's a woman. I'm just going to put it out there. What a woman. Okay. However, I don't know if you have ever tried 
performing in front of a stationary car. I don't know. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Just for shits and giggles. And see how much you enjoy watching every joke that you've ever carefully crafted disappear into the ether. Because, uh... and, and actually, I'm being very unfair because people are involved. And every now and again, you'll hear someone with a soft top, uh, some very sort of classy person that can take the roof off their car. And you'll hear them do this. <laughs> oh, and you live for that. There's a bit of you that goes, oh, my God, I think I can hear. Is that someone... Either someone's having a very difficult shit or that is a laugh. And you you, you just latch onto that. But I might add, if people are really enjoying it, which, let me say, they possibly didn't so much with my show, but there was <laughs> honking of horns. So you do a joke and they'd go, Arr! and you'd be like, holy shit. And then your mind would go blank and you'd go, I've got no idea what the next joke is. So um, <laughs> it's, it's not ideal, is what I'm saying. But in light of the fact that we can't do anything else, hey, I'm into it. I mean, I don't know anything about cars. I was about to say, I love a laughing Lexus. And then I thought, is a Lexus a car? I wasn't sure. I backed out. It is a make of car. Oh, thank God. Because I thought maybe it's, I don't know, a type of washing powder. And I've just really misjudged that joke. Um, <laughs> and that will let you know how rusty I am with comedy that I even thought that was a joke. Okay, so I've set my stall out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a surreal experience. But I was grateful for the experience. That's what how I would put it. It'll be so interesting if this carries on for a long period of time because literally honks will become our new applause and you'll just see comedians hanging out at traffic jams. And With like... British weather, it, it can't carry on into the winter, can it? Cause... Well, it can because um, our producer is herself running some of these gigs. And I know uh, Shappy Sandy and Jess Foster Q did a show in Bath. And I believe the first show was fine and the weather was okay. And then the second show was torrential rain and it worked. You know, people just put the windscreen wipers on and put their lights on and it was atmospheric. And I think if it can work in that sort of atmosphere, then we can do it into the winter with our gilets. And um... <laughs> when did we start saying gilet? That seems to have entered my vocabulary. No one says gilets. Well, and I think you find many a person says gilet. Um, well, I'm, well, me, I've just said it. <laughs> many people is it <laughs> right i'm gonna put it out there um tweet us at wtb podcast <laughs> I, I don't even know what that word means what does gelee mean oh genuinely body warmer what is a body warmer? what do you call them what are you what do you oh no help me out maureen what are you talking about a coat with no sleeves a vest like a, like a waistcoat yeah we would have called like a zip up vest but i know what you're saying yeah okay zip up vest. like a puffy jacket yeah a puffy jacket with no sleeves yes okay there we go that is called a what a gelee? <laughs> I didn't know. Well, in Canada, why would you have a coat with no sleeves? You'll get hypothermia. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it is true. I learned something. Thanks, guys. I digress. I don't even know why we're talking about this. What were we, what were we even talking about? It's the menopause. No one knows. Okay. Not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way all of us went, I don't know. What was it? <laughs> I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet. <laughs> I'm at my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. Oh, I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out of it, okay? <laughs> Maureen, let's get to you. What's been your Be More Maureen uh, moment? Let's talk about that. I've had a few recently. Uh, I was in the garden. And I decided to mow the lawn because I'd left it so long. The grass was so high. I thought, well, I'll have to strim it first with a hedge trimmer. Yeah. So I got the hedge trimmer out, went to cut the grass. But unfortunately, the first thing I cut was the lead to the hedge trimmer. 
Okay. That stopped me from doing the gardening. But I did manage to fuse my house. Sometimes I impress myself. I know. I, I really enjoyed it when you went, oh, I tried to strim my grass. Anyway, I cut the lead. I was like, did you manage to strim a blade of grass, Maureen? No. <laughs> Hashtag be more Maureen. Okay, great. <laughs> That's a good one. That's efficient. And then the other thing I did, which was um, classic, was a promoter who books me all the time, one of the best clubs in London, and he sent me a picture of his newborn baby. And I meant to send a sticker with like a little love heart, but unfortunately I sent a sticker with snoring on it. <laughs> hey, Maureen, here's a picture of my baby. He's <laughs> <laughs> ah, seen one baby. <laughs> Like you can see the message. You can't stop it, though. So then I had to quickly, I thought, quickly send a picture with a heart on it. Maureen sent me the photograph of that. She did a screenshot of it. And it was just like two pictures together. Snoring. Sorry, heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also enjoying, and I, Alison, I don't know if you agree with me, that now Maureen has discovered these stickers. They're not emojis. You can almost pick a sticker that looks a little bit like you or you can custom make one. Yeah, yeah. She sometimes really embraces something. And so now... <laughs> It's sticker a go go, isn't it, Maureen? Because every time I send you an email, there's just a picture of, of like a, a Maureen esque sticker with a thumbs up, holding a heart, or snoring, <laughs> or snoring. I that's what I love most about Maureen. I love the moments where even you were like, I like. I remember the time you said to me one time. Sometimes I look at myself and I I actually believe I'm a character. Because <laughs> like... you know what, Jen used to say that to me. She goes, "Sometimes I don't believe you exist. You're just a character that I make up." And sometimes I do. Like the first time we ever did Instagram Live, and I couldn't get my head in the shot, and it just looked like I was doing it as an act. But I was really boring for almost three quarters of this conversation thus far. Your head has not been in shot. <laughs> the fact that Leanne and Alison and myself haven't mentioned it. Well, actually, I think I did mention it. But <laughs> she's three-fourths in, though. So I was like, look at that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've got one eye in, one nostril. That'll do. <laughs> one time I phoned Maureen and she'd just come out of the shower. She she said, oh, <laughs> you've just caught me coming out of the shower. Luckily, luckily I've got a towel on. And I said, it wouldn't matter, Maureen. I'd only see your forehead anyway. You could be completely naked. <laughs> and I'd see your earlobe, a bit of your chin. I wouldn't get, even if I wanted to see a boob, I wouldn't see one because I, I want to make it clear that I don't want to. I just want to make that clear. Se secondly, I'm in the middle of telling Maureen about something that I feel deep anxiety about. She put her phone down and walked away from it. You know, we were having a, a, a video call. We'd gone from a video call to the ceiling. I don't, at least at one point I had an earlobe to talk to. <laughs> Anyway, that was your Be More Maureen. Maureen, as always, I enjoy those. Uh, if, if anything, I think people enjoy those because they're like, do you know what? I thought, you know, I was a bit of a wally. But now I feel better about my life. A hundred percent. Go to the gym. Get it together. Pay your taxes and stop eating crisps. Take my advice, I ain't using it. It's got to be the time, hasn't it? It's got to be the perfect time in this podcast where we ask Alison. Hey, ask me for advice because I like giving it so I don't have to give it to myself. Uh, <laughs> so this week's problem, I guess, and I think it's a pretty universal one, 
how do I create better work-life balance? A lot of people are working very hard. Look at you, Jen. You have felt like you haven't had enough time. That's children, though, isn't it? You wanted some privacy a couple weeks ago. Yeah, from two five-year-olds. I'd love to have a bit more work, if anyone's got any. <laughs> Do you know what I think the problem is? Because we're always connected, we never switch off. The email's always on, the phone's always on. If people contact you, they expect to get a message straight away. There's never a day off. We always tend to work. Yeah. Accessibility, 100%. So what would be your advice, Alison? What I did was I did a bunch of reading and I thought about some stuff. And um, I'm no guru. Everyone, I always like to point out before I give uh, any sort of advice, but I've narrowed it down. Actually, I made a list this time. I like a list. Okay, so number one, you have to let go of perfectionism and thinking that there is any perfect work-life balance. That does not exist, everyone. People who portray the idea of healthy work-life balance, what they've done is they've they found a way to maybe manage their stress. But just the idea of the perfect balance, get rid of that right away. If you're a perfectionist, you get caught on that. And the moment you can't balance things or you get upset, you just you abandon all hope. So just let go, right? Perfectionism. Start small. Number two, this is my suggestion. Like with all problems, just look at and start small. Just a little something that you can incorporate into your life. That way you succeed. Ideas. Number three, you have to make time for your health. And by making time for your health, I don't want to sound like you got to meditate, you got to exercise. Look, if you want to do that, fine. But I'm saying you set aside a time for, I don't know, you want to stare at a wall for four hours. I guess you budget that time. If you want to chew gum for an hour, if you want to paint your nails, if you want to read a book, you have to make some time for yourself. You have to. It's a date with you. It's what I like to call spending some time with an old friend I like to call me. Oh, that's what I do. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. When I'm having a poo. In the shower. Oh, these Jen, two no. very special times. Beyond that, okay. those are human needs. Okay, so anyway, back in. Uh, number four, don't be afraid to unplug, just like Maureen was saying. Turn off your emails. Put down the phone just for little times. Or set work hours. This is a big thing I don't think we do anymore. There is nothing wrong with being done at a certain time. And number five, and my biggest thing, take time to make time. I am a planner. I think the more you plan, the more you kind of know what's coming up. So if you get a bird's eye view on your life, you get a better idea of where you might have some time, where you can possibly delegate some work. You can find a, a more efficient way of doing something. But until you actually take the time to have an outlook and to actually go, okay, this is the type of time I want to implement into my life, you'll never get it done. Alison, I genuinely think that is amazing advice because... I think, obviously, this is for anyone that's struggling with their work-life balance, but I would suggest that a lot of people that really struggle are, are self-employed because there's no, like, oh, my office hours are and I don't work weekends because when you're self-employed, you're just, you, you never know when you're allowed to just switch off and you have to do that. Also, when you're self-employed, you always feel the need to say yes to stuff, don't you? That's the trouble. Yeah. Because you always worry that nothing else is going to come along. So yeah, you kind of... and you feel guilty. You're like, oh, I, I shouldn't be having a break because I've got all this other stuff I need to be doing and I've got to do it because um, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. But equally, if you don't give yourself that downtime, you're actually probably not being that productive in a way. Like Chloe works sometimes 16 hour days. I would want to say to her, look, you know what? I don't think at midnight you're getting much done. I think go to bed, get up early and then have a little bit of space and then go back to it. And you'll find that you'd be more productive if you did eight hours. I mean, that's not 
exactly how it works. But I appreciated that advice. I think it's great advice. Also, I think the whole thing about being organised. I know Maureen and I could take a leaf out of that book, couldn't we, Maureen? What are you on about? Mm -hmm. No, I'm good at doing lists, but I just tend to ignore them. That's the problem. Yeah, Maureen, you have never written a list that you've stuck to. Lists aren't about, oh, can I write a list? I can write a list. (laughs) Alison, what Maureen likes to do is write a list and go, I've written a list. And I'm like, oh, great, are you going through the list? No. Okay, so, well, I wrote this is it. just a chat about how you can write one word underneath <laughs> another one. I think the thing is, I mean, I sometimes switch the phone off. I think you do need to yeah. do that. At the moment, I'm going through, I'm watching the Austrian version of Midsummer Murders on TV. It is rubbish, but it's just 45 minutes of just watching something. You're not really using your brain that much. I <laughs> love that you watching Austrian television is like... You yeah, know, I mean, that isn't just... for everybody, I, I hasten to add. It's just something that doesn't tax your brain. I agree. And I think yeah. um, it's really important to uh, carve out some time. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, guys, but I have been going sea, sea swimming. Swim... <laughs> <laughs> I think you've mentioned it every week, Jen. What I'm saying is, right, <laughs> it's really good for your mental health. <laughs> I've just turned into that prick, haven't I? (laughs) You little cutie. Oh, it was absolutely blissful today. Just really, when the water's really clear, you can see this sunken barge. And it was quite shallow. So if you were tall, you could even stand on the barge. Oh, my God. I didn't because I was like, I don't like anything touching my feet. Me neither. Not when I swim and no. Not anything. You know, like people go, I love having my feet rubbed. Get your hands away from my feet. Okay. Oh, really? touch my feet. Oh, no. I'm like, oh. I don't have that sensation about anything other than cornflour and people touching my feet. Those are the two things I can't cope with. We all agree on cornflour, right? Yeah, the texture of it. Yeah, it gives me the shivers like when I rub velvet the wrong way. What's wrong with cornflour? Get cornflour, rub it between your fingers and then... I know exactly what you mean. I'll tell Mm -hmm. you, Chloe makes this tofu dish where you have to... Well, that's your own fault then. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost sympathy with this story already. Just eat properly and then you'll be all right, <laughs> Maureen, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to invite you around to my house just so you can put your hand in some cornflour and then we'll see where this... I'm going to make you wear a velvet dress backwards, put your hand in some cornflour. <laughs> oh, it's velvet for you. Do you not like velvet, Alison? I cannot stand velvet when you rub it the wrong way. <laughs> I can't do it. How often does this happen? You would be surprised. There's a lot of velvet in the world, even though you try to avoid it. People like it. It's a luxurious fabric. You'll be at someone's house. You're like, hey, oh, God, oh, I'm on a velvet pillow. But you don't want to like, oh. It's... And also now, sort of that velvety kind of sofa. That's a nightmare. Imagine lying on that naked, Alison. <laughs> Lie on my velvet sofa and put your hand in some cornflour while I break my hands down this chalkboard. <laughs> That's a really shit porn movie, isn't it? It's, it's not a porn movie. That is a snuff movie, okay? That is absolutely... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What is the show called? Oh, yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? <laughs> now, let's find out what we've been watching on Televisione. Yes. Yeah. Well, apart from my Austrian, <laughs> which you probably won't go into, I have been watching Mystery Road. It's on BBC iPlayer. It's on for about a year. It, and it doesn't it- take a year to watch it. <laughs> It's on for a year. It's a very long show. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> it's about an Aboriginal cop played by Aaron Pedersen, who's a fantastic screen acting. Uh, he's set in the Australian outback. So he's an outsider among his own people because he's a cop. And he's an outsider among the cops because he's black. And he's chasing up on a, two guys who've gone missing. And I would totally recommend it. It's, it's definitely worth watching. And also it's at the backdrop of the, the Australian desert, which is so desolate and quite bleak and unforgiving that's like another character isn't yeah it? yeah it, the backdrop really does set the tone of the whole show and also you get an idea of, of how the aboriginal people are still being treated in australia but without it being too polemical and as for his acting it's outstanding he's amazing he's amazing and there's a, quite a lot of actors in there that you might recognize from other aussie shows they because they all in australia there's like six actors isn't there so they all do the rest <laughs> and um <laughs> It's always like, oh, I remember you from Water Rats or from Neighbours or from... Yep. Alison, horror movie time. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, horror movie I thought of. It's a little bit of a blast from the past. The Devil's Advocate, starring Keanu Reeves. I've seen that. Is that a horror movie? Yes, that falls into the category of horror movie. Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. Okay. It is quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I chose it is because it's also a perfect example of work-life balance. He allowed work to overtake what he really thought was the best choices. But it's still one that I think anyone could watch. I, I don't think it's too scary, and I think it's a good movie. Remind me what, what it's about. So uh, he's a lawyer. Keanu Reeves is a lawyer. He gets hired by one of the best law firms, starts the job with the law firm, and then it's just kind of like what happens along the way once he's in the law firm? Maybe the devil's involved? I don't know. I don't want to give away the plot. I want you to watch it. I think the clue is in the uh, title. (laughs) Keanu Reeves, Canadian, standing behind it. Good old Keanu. Everyone loves Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He's cute. Sure. 
there's that. But he uh, it's one of those chaps that, you know, when people talk about him in Hollywood or whatever, that he's like, oh, Keanu Reeves, he's such a good guy. And then you hear, oh, he donated a trillion pounds to a child who had a, a hair lip. And you're like, oh, this guy's amazing. You know, like he's just seems like a nice. Yeah, I've never heard trash talk about Keanu Reeves. No, like, absolutely not. If anyone was like, I hate that guy, I'd be like. Like his acting or like... Oh, sure, his acting, yeah. But him as a person... I can't wait for the Bill and Ted remake. Are you kidding? I'm going to be like, yes! Oh, my God. I've never seen it. Maureen, I'm going to say it's not for you. No, certainly <laughs> not. No, 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 no. But I almost am like, what would she react? What would... She would it would make her angry. You don't want to make Maureen angry. You, you wouldn't like her when she's angry. <laughs> Where can you see that? Is it on Netflix or Amazon or? Again, I guess I should look into that. Hey, but I don't, guys. I'm just throwing out titles. I'm just putting them out there. They're out there. It's timeless. Go find them. <laughs> Go to your blockbuster video and ask the guy at the desk. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blockbuster video. Wow. What a difference. Remember oh that jingle? Oh, my God. Our jingle is different. I can't remember wow, it, but that's what good. a difference. Blockbuster video. Come on, who remembers that jingle? Doo, doo, doo. And then you see someone coming up and they'd be really like, hey, I'd like this movie, please. And then the person behind the counter would go, wow, what a difference. And I don't know what the difference was because you were just doing exactly the same thing you did in any video store, which was renting a video. So, wow, it's exactly the same as every video store. Um, should have been the jingle, but uh, I, I, sometimes I start talking and I think I should have ended this. This was over about five minutes ago. <laughs> And, and I'm still talk, saying the same thing. I, 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 do you do this where you go, so you're having a conversation with someone and the conversation is over, but you're still talking. Do you do that? This is when I walk off, put my phone down and walk off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you how I'm feeling. <laughs> and now it's going to be Maureen's cultural corner. Uh-huh. I haven't started it, Maureen. We, Hello. I'm, I'm going to start that again. Oh. It's a drum roll moment, of course it is. Because it's Maureen's. Uh, Maureen's Cultural Corner! <laughs> uh, for this week's Cultural Corner, I actually got to build on what Alison talked about last week, where you were talking about trying to get different jobs or do something that you really wanted to do. And so it's a great book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Both of you know about the book, don't you? Amazing. Yes. It's a bit American for British, because British people, we're quite cynical. So it's, you will roll your eyes at some points. But um, it, it suggests two things which are really, really good. Writing three pages of notes every day, morning pages every day by hand, which is really useful if you've got a lot of stuff going on in your head. But the other thing which is really good, it insists that you go on an artist date every week. And that could be anything. So it could be it could be going to the cinema. It could be going to an art gallery. It could be just going to your local 99p shop, buying some paint and drawing your own paintings. It's just a way of going out and experiencing culture. The reason why the book is so good is it allows you to bring more culture into your life, just doing very little things. And it's a very positive way. So if you feel you're in a rut, I've done it when I've been in a rut and it has helped me get out that rut because you just do these little things every week. It's just slightly positive things that just make you feel like you're in a better place. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Any artist could benefit from that, right? Because it's like painters, poets, writers, singers. You are always developing, producing, and eventually the well runs dry. And that's why you need to do these things to put back into the well so you can create and put things out again. Yeah. Yeah. And the... um... The morning pages, which I don't specifically do, 
actually but I do do something similar in my writing in that I don't edit what I write so when I first start to write a show I write everything that's in my head and I write it all out and I don't edit myself and then that way I get rid of all the stuff that's kind yep. of like clogging up all the chaff then then I find myself able to get into whatever it is I want to get into so but you're absolutely right about filling the well and, and going out to do cultural things and, and again that is tied into the work-life balance that we were talking about earlier in that sometimes we feel like we have to just keep working at whatever it is that we're doing but actually mm. particularly as a creative person you're not being productive and you probably benefit from stepping away from your laptop or, or or your notebook or whatever it is to somewhere else where that that's where the creativity is it isn't locked in your brain staring at a, a blank screen so yeah but it is very american so there are bits of it where i was like oh my god <laughs> But you know what I found, because it's true, I found the morning pages easy to do. I did them for years. But what I found really hard was the artist dates. And I think that says something that we find, the, the bit about enjoying yourself, you find hard. And at first it was all very, I'd go to a museum, I'd go to an art gallery. It was all very educational. And she was quite strict about it. She goes, it's got to be fun. So then I started having fun. I think people find it hard to have fun nowadays. That's the most difficult thing. And when you're creative, you need to have fun. You, you can create more by being funny and playing around. So we can all, as three very successful creatives. Um... <laughs> There's four creatives. Leanne's creative. Oh, God, Leanne. I'm so sorry. Of course you're creative. Yeah. Do you know what? I feel like, actually, what we've been very remiss in this podcast is at the end of the show, given how much we've all acknowledged, if this is any good, this podcast, why it is, why have we never thanked Leanne at the end of the podcast? We should honestly be like, thank you, Leanne. Well, shouldn't we yeah. be doing that at the end going, and thank you to Leanne at Impatient Productions for creating uh, this thing. For listening to our bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, our information and concisely putting it together. I mean, that actually really gets my goat that we haven't done that. <laughs> Is that your rant for the week? I, for one, am livid. With yourself? With us. <laughs> And, well, certainly with myself. How do we forget a sister this many episodes? Leanne, we're sorry. And every time we will thank you from now on. It's, I mean, this has been a shambles. From This, ep this episode is cancelled. <laughs> you can't make that decision now. Typical Brista. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm just joining in with cancel culture. This episode is cancelled. <laughs> I know that this is a haphazard uh, podcast and I've embraced that and then in fact if anything that this is our this is what people are tuning in for isn't it this sort of anarchic chaotic um, nonsense I feel that today's particularly today's podcast we, none of us know what we're doing and I can only <laughs> hope that Leanne somehow manages to cobble together something to make it sound like something that professionals have done but that's what podcasts are isn't it let's be honest isn't that is it i hope so i hope that it isn't i think it's people talk shit and then other people <laughs> take that shit and make it into less shit i think that's a great tagline this was shit and then someone better than us made it less shit <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, let's do it. Now, it's time for What's, What's Got? got Jen's Goat. <laughs> I just thought you'd do it for everyone else. It'd be nice if somebody did it for you for a change. I'm 100% agree. Hey, Jen, what's got your goat? Thank you. Thank you, Alison, for attempting to create some kind of z zinger for me. Is that a thing? <laughs> i tell you what, what's got my goat. I was in the uh, queue at the supermarket. And, uh, you know, you're doing that socially distanced thing. So there's a big gap, isn't there, between yourself and the person in front. And it's a long queue, OK? I've been standing in the queue for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I'm on my phone 
I think that's normal to be on your phone in a queue. I don't know if you agree or disagree with me on this point, but I'm on my phone because I'm bored. And I'm a man, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. A white, middle-class, gingery, strawberry blondy man, right, with his see-through freckly skin. No offence to anyone with see-through freckly skin. I have absolutely no problem with that at all. It's just because it was attached to this man that I have a problem with it. You're not this man. It's just we're angry at him. Uh, uh, What's in front of me? As if without a care in the world, right? I said to him, excuse me, um, there's a queue behind you. And he went, well, you're on your phone. And I said, well, that is as maybe, but I do not appreciate you stepping in front of me. Uh, I can be on my phone. Uh, it shouldn't matter. Uh, could you please get behind me? And he said, no. Okay, so that never happened. What actually <laughs> happened was I said, look, you prick. What do you think this is? This is a queue. Get to the back of the queue, you asshole. What do you think? I, what are you, blind? You can't fucking see me. Um, so I went from zero to a bazillion. Did you really? <laughs> oh, 100%. This is classic me. It's that I don't just go, excuse me, I wonder if you wouldn't mind ever so moving out of the way. I'm like, what's your problem, mate? And anyway, he looked at me. I have to say, he did look a bit scared, which I was quite happy about. Um, but the embarrassing thing was, as I was going, what the fuck? Is the queue very quickly started to move and we both walked in at the same time. So there was a little bit of embarrassment oh. about that. <laughs> but what was even more embarrassing was two pensioners came out, looked at me and went, well, that was unnecessary. And uh, I thought, well, you didn't see the whole story, actually. So, and then I, I followed him around the supermarket, calling him a prick for about half an hour. Look, <laughs> some might say, let it go, Brister. I can't. I can't let this stuff go. <laughs> I blame my mother, who taught me well. Yeah. Because never have I been with a woman as confrontational as she. I was in a queue with Jen's mum and somebody tried to push in front of me and her mother. It never happened. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I, so many times my mum has embarrassed me. Who are you? Huh? Who? Who are you? Huh? You cannot see me here. Huh? A 70-year-old woman, you cannot see me. Are you blind? <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, mum. She's 82. Just let it go. No. <laughs> no. She needs to know. But, uh, there we are. We don't condone violence, by the way. I do not condone violence. And I certainly don't condone trailing a, a bloke around a supermarket like an absolute lunatic, mumbling, you're a prick under your breath uh, every time he turns around. And then going, what are you going to do about it? Um, I don't recommend that because you will look mm, like you need help. It's, it's, it's fair to say. What have we learned today, ladies? That you are tough and I need to take a lesson out of your handbook. If that's what you've taken from that, Alison, fair play to you. <laughs> I think the lesson that I've got is I need to uh, a few more hours in therapy. That's what I'm getting from that. That the therapy isn't working. <laughs> well, guys, I've really enjoyed it. Is that... Are we, that's yeah. it. I think we can just knock this on the head now and just yeah. shoot it in the penis and uh, put it to bed. <laughs> women talking bollocks if you enjoyed today's episode then why not 
subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Like us. Leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones, particularly mine. And you can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. It's WTB underscore podcast. Leave a nice comment. If you didn't really enjoy the show, then don't leave a comment. Just tell somebody you don't like very much to listen to the next one. And then we all win. Well, that do. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.